All right, if you take your Bibles and turn with me to Psalms, Psalms, uh, the 23rd Psalm, if you would. Tell you what, that was, that was something, you know. <laughs> uh, that, was, that was great. And uh, I'll tell you what, it's good to be home. I came here today to have church, and we're having church, I'll tell you that. And uh, the singing's been good, the, um, the announcements have been good, the preaching has been good. And uh, I don't know, how would you like to be in my spot? It's, it's kind of frightening. But anyways, we're going to look at the 23rd Psalm. And uh, before we do that, me and Levi are taking off early Wednesday morning. We're going to drive all the way up to the Santa Clara area. That's uh, quite a drive, so I would uh, ask for your prayers for two reasons. One, we are taking Levi's car, not mine. <laughs> two, Levi will be driving, so please do pray. Uh, please do pray. So anyways, uh, Psalms 23, Psalms 23, verse 1. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me lie down in the green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. Let's pray. Father, as I come before you, I thank you, Lord, for this opportunity to preach. I pray, Father, that you would please fill me with your spirit today, that one thing may be accomplished, and that is that the Son of God would be glorified, as I believe he already has been throughout, these, throughout the several services we've had today. And Lord, that's what we want to see, is see him glorified. We know that your Son is the Good Shepherd. And Lord, I pray that you would just reveal to us the truths concerning this Good Shepherd. In Jesus' name, amen. I didn't think initially that I was going to preach from this passage again. However, the Lord kept bringing it to my memory. If you remember the last time we looked at this passage, we saw within verse 1 the satisfaction provided by the shepherd. But in verse 2, we see not the satisfaction provided by the shepherd, but rather the supervision performed by the shepherd. Verse 1, we see David's contentment. Verse 2, we see David's comfort. In verse 1, we see the shepherd, uh, who the shepherd is. And in verse 2, we see what the shepherd does. In verse 1, we see David being possessive of the shepherd. But in verse 2, we see the shepherd being possessive of David. For the next couple of moments, I would have you to consider with me the second verse of the 23rd Psalm. And don't for one moment think that I'm trying to preach any series. I just really felt that this verse, I had, there was a lot of truths that I wanted to share. Um, I don't have a sermon on every verse, but, and I don't have a sermon on this verse either. There's just some thoughts I'd like to share with you concerning it. Amen. So let's examine this verse. So first of all, we see the first word within uh, verse 2 starts off with a pronoun. H-E, he. This is a pronoun, and the antecedent, the antecedent to this pronoun is the Lord. Second is we see a verb. That verb is maketh and its equivalence is makes. The third word we see is me and that is me, the first person, singular objective pronoun. Of course, the author here uses this pronoun to refer to himself. The fourth word is to, it's an adverb to the word lie. To, to lie where? To lie down in green pastures. Here the psalmist states that the shepherd makes him lie down. Let's consider that phrase. He maketh me lie down. May I just say that as, a, as an individual, I don't like the idea of being made to do something. 
I don't like the idea or concept of someone making me do something or go somewhere. I don't like the concept of being forced into something either. It makes me think of this story. This, uh, this mother was trying to get her son to sit down in his uh, high chair. And he kept standing up. And she said, son, sit down. He kept standing up. Well, she finally got him to sit down. And as he was sitting down, he had this, this evil eye on his face. And uh, the mother looked at him and said, why are you making that face? He said, I may be sitting down on the outside, but I'm standing up on the inside. <laughs> and, and, you know, the truth is, many of us are like that. We don't like to be made to do something. But here within this verse, it says, He maketh me to lie down. Yet, that is what the shepherd does. He maketh me to lie down. He at times will make his sheep to lie down. But let us consider, where does he make, him, where does he make his sheep lie down? Which leads us to the, per, the prepositional phrase, in green pastures. The green pastures are a place of comfort, a place of certainty. And that is where the, the, the shepherd makes his sheep to lie down. But let's come back to that phrase. What does it mean? What is the Scripture saying? What does it mean when it says, He maketh me to lie down? Well, to answer that question, first we must understand that this phrase, He maketh me to lie down in green pastures, can be interpreted in many ways. And if you disagree with my interpretation, that's fine. For this passage is a poetical passage, so some of its truths are left to the interpretation of the reader. But I would just like to share with you real quick what I believe is the proper interpretation concerning he maketh me to lie down. Nevertheless, this is what I believe this phrase means. I believe it is referring to an ancient shepherd method of how they would make their sheep to lie down. And I have actually a prop to help me tell this story to illustrate it. A stick. Now... When I thought about using a stick, I thought about using Logan. But unfortunately, unfortunately, he was a little too flimsy, so I needed something more firm. So, now follow me as, as, I, as I have the stick. A shepherd is to watch over his sheep, correct? And as he watches over his sheep, there are many observations a shepherd will make. He watches the sheep that stay put. He watches the sheep that stays near. He watches the sheep that follows him. He watches the sheep that even go astray. And the ones that go astray, I believe he watches even more carefully. Right? Because he doesn't want them to get too far. And there's particular sheep, particular lambs, younger ones, they have the tendency of leaving more. They have the tendency of wandering off. And there's certain lambs that it's just, it's like, it's within their DNA to just wander off, right? I'm sure some of you guys have kids like that, right? Um, well, anyways, so there's, there's certain sheep that, there's certain lambs that they just, they wander off. That's, that's what they do. And, and they keep doing it. And a good shepherd will observe that, and as he observes that, he'll realize that, hey, something's got to happen in order to get this sheep or this lamb to stop wandering off. And so one of the times when it does wander off, what he'll do is he'll grab the lamb, and this sounds quite cruel, I know, but listen to the whole, whole entire story before you make a judgment. And he will break one of its legs. 
after breaking one of its legs, he will help put back the bone where it needs to be. He'll wrap it up, and he'll carry it on his back. Now, as he carries it on its back, that sheep is made to lie down. It's not getting up. Its leg is broken. And what that shepherd will do, will he'll bring the food to him, he'll bring the water to him, he'll help him get back to the health to where he could start getting back to walking again. And then once he gets walking again, guess what happens? The sheep is so used to being right by the shepherd. The sheep is so used to being fed by the shepherd. The sheep is so used to being right there near the shepherd that he doesn't wander off. He stays near. As a matter of fact, he stays more close to the shepherd than the other sheep that never wandered off. And that's what I believe what David was talking about when he says, He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. Now it's like I said, many of us don't like the idea of being made to do something. But that is the only way a shepherd can protect us And you say, well, what do you mean by he maketh me to lie down? And by the way, I'm not saying when we wander off, I'm not saying it's necessarily bad. The sheep may be going to another green pasture or whatever it may be. But nonetheless, the sheep has to stay close to the shepherd, right? That's what he's got to train them to do. And sometimes he'll make his sheep to lie down. I believe God does the same with us. It's a sad, it's a, it's a sad thing to have to go through. It's hard to go through when God makes you lie down. But at times he will. When I, um, during COVID, a lot, a lot of things happened, and um, I remember having to come back down here, leaving college, and, and you know, I knew God called me to go to college, and things were starting to go really well for me. I had a good job, I had a relationship with someone, and, and uh, things were starting to really go what, the way I wanted them to go, right? And uh, COVID hit, and so I had to come back down here, right? Well, the college announced that they were going to open up in September. I began to prepare. I got my car all ready for the trip. I got uh, my job all set up. I even quit my job down here. I put my two weeks in. I was ready to go. I was ready to take that step to go back to college. And I remember I got the announcement. They announced to all of us college students that they were no longer going to have college in person and that it'd be online. And for me, that was really hard. For me, it felt like God just... And I had to stay where I was. I had to stay put. It hurt. It hurts when God does that. But let me tell you, my friend, it's needed for God to make you lie down. There might be some doors that you want to go through that God says, no, it's not my will. And I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm not saying it's sin. I'm not saying it's something that you're not supposed to do. I'm just saying God doesn't want you to do it, period. God says, no, that's not where I'm leading. That's not where my will is. I'm going to make you lie down. And you know, he, he did that to me. And I remember uh, at times praying and saying, God, why did this happen? Why did it close down? I, I, I want to go. I'm ready to go. Uh, your will is for me to be up there. You gave me something to start, and I want to finish it in person. I don't want to do this online thing. I don't want to go through this once uh, another semester. I don't want this to happen. But you know what God said? Stay put. Lie down. Just lie down. 
And during that time, I began to serve here, and I learned things within that period of time that I wouldn't trade for the world. You know, sometimes we may, we, may, we may look at things and we may say, that's what I need, that's where I need to go. But, you know, God sees it all. And because He sees it all, He knows exactly what is best for you. And even when it seems like this is not what I need, this is not what I need to be, you've got to trust Him. You've got to trust Him when He makes you to lie down. And may I also say, it may not look like he's making you to lie down in green pastures. It may look like gravel. It may look like dirt. But when you, when you look back at your life, I guarantee you, whatever he made you lie down in, you will look back and say, that was green pastures. I believe that's what David was saying here. He maketh me lie down in green pastures. Amen. Sometimes God will make us lie down. It may be a job offer that God just says no. It may be a relationship. It may be a closed opportunity. It may be a closed door that God has just completely shut for you. And it's hard when you, when, you lit, when you see the door open and you're ready to go through and God just shuts the door. You know, that's God, you know, you know what God's saying there? Lie down. Just lie down. Stay put. It's not easy staying put. Reminds me of that piece of scripture, be still and know that I'm God. Amen. I remember when I found out that the college shut down, I was texting one of my friends, and I was like, dude, what are we going to do? He sent me that piece of scripture and just said, be still and know that I'm God. I wanted to throw my phone. <laughs> I mean, that is not what I wanted to hear. I wanted to hear sympathy. I wanted to hear someone say, I want to hear him say, yeah, I know, I can't believe the college closed down. I can't believe that happened. You don't want to hear be still and know that I'm God when something like that comes up. But though it's not what you want, it's what you need. Amen. He maketh me lie down in the green pastures. The first phrase speaks of rest. He maketh me lie down in the green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters speaks of refreshment. The first phrase speaks of a sheep at a stop. But the second speaks of a sheep taking steps. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He is reference to Jehovah as we talked about the Lord. Uh, leadeth, it leads uh, me, David, beside. Beside what? The still waters. That speaks of peace and tranquility. Let me tell you, when he has broken... I need another stick here. So when he had... No, I'm joking. <laughs> When he has broken your leg and you're, 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 you're having to stay there and you're still and he's, he's helping you get back to where you need to be, you learn to follow him better. And as you learn to follow him better, you begin to, you begin to see him leading you. And as he leads you, he leads you beside the still waters. And those still waters, uh, it's, a, it's a time in your life when you see such peace and tranquility because you have learned to follow the shepherd as he leads, not as you lead. Real quick, if you turn with me to John chapter 10, verse 27, I just want to show you one verse. I know time has practically left us, but that's fine. John chapter 10 and verse 27, I hope you will get this truth, this one truth that I'm trying to convey to you. 
John chapter 10 and verse 27. It says this. This is Jesus speaking. My sheep hear my voice, and I know them. And they what? One more time. And they what? And they follow me. You know, to follow the shepherd means to follow him when he stops. To follow the shepherd means to follow him when he takes a trail that you don't want to take. To follow the shepherd means to go wherever he goes, whatever, whatever route he takes. I'll close with this story. It reminds me of this time when I went on this hike with my grandfather. He decided to take me to um, this trail that he had made. I'd never been on this hike. I, I don't know the trail. I, you know, I, I wouldn't know where's the best place to rest, where's the best place to stop, and uh, what, what's the best place, what's the best, best trails to take. And I, I've never been on the trail, right? He made the trail, so he knows it very well. And there was times when we would be hiking, and he would say, we're going to rest here. And I'd think in my head, let's keep on going. You just have, you have something inside of you that just says, I, I want to keep on going. But you know what? He was, he was the one that made the, he literally made the entire trail, right? So I was better off listening to him than doing what I wanted to do. Little did I know where he was having us rest was where smooth rocks were where we could sit down. If we would have kept going and I wanted to rest and sit in on something that I wouldn't want to have to sit on, I don't know, some, some, kind, of, some kind of cactus or whatever it is. But anyways, he had places to sit down and rest. He had places where we could eat, uh, eat our granola bar or whatever it was and drink water, uh, water the dogs. <laughs> and, uh, and, you know, those were good memories. I remember looking back at that. But what I'm getting at is my grandfather was the one that was leading me. And I had to know when to stop when he stopped. I had to know what trail to take when he took it. I had to follow him. You know why? Because he made the trail. You know why you need to follow the shepherd? Because he has a trail made for you. <laughs> he has a trail made for you. You need to follow him. In verse 1 of Psalms 23, we find, or we, we saw the satisfaction provided by the shepherd. But in verse 2, we see the supervision performed by the shepherd. Follow, follow. I will follow Jesus. You know, that would be a good song to close with. I, do you know that song, Levi? It's page 112. We, we could sing that, and then and then uh, pastor will say something in concluding. Let's sing it, and let's sing it like we mean it, all right? Down in the valley with my Savior I would go Where the flowers are blooming and the sweet waters flow Everywhere He leads me I would follow, follow on One, one, twelve <coughs> Lift it up on the first Down in the valley with my Savior I would go Where the flowers are blooming and the sweet waters flow Everywhere He leads me I would follow, follow on Walking in his footsteps, if the crown be won. Follow, I would follow Jesus everywhere, everywhere. I would follow on. Follow, I would follow Jesus 
Anywhere he leads me, I would follow. On, on that last, give it your best. Down in the valley or upon the mountain steep. Close beside my Savior. With this in the path that he has trod. Up to where they gather on the hills of God. Follow Jesus anywhere. I would follow on. Follow. I would follow Jesus everywhere he leads me. I would follow on.